Placement LLC, serving Hudson Valley, New York, with a wide variety of services, including installation and repair of driveways, garage floors, patios, sidewalks, walkways, and stairs, stamped concrete, color, seal, and epoxy. All Crete is fully insured, 27 years of service. Contact today to get your quote. You're looking for a good cut? Need a new barber? Look no more. House of Barbers got you. 3434 North Road, Poughkeepsie, New York. Up there by High Park in Marist College. Open six days a week. Call today, 845-232-5036 for all your hairstyling needs. Another episode of what we talking about. Holy shit! Is is this thing is this thing live? Hello. Uh, I would like to say uh, it's been a very interesting day here, and uh, my memory escapes me. Found my hat, and I would just like to say, uh, "Happy Halloween, everybody!" Yeah. Uh, what up, people? It is your boy Gabe. Uh, I don't know. This is like, you know who I am today. You know who I am today, y'all. I'm Doc from Back in the Future, who who went to the future and became a member of Run DMC. And was break dancing with crazy legs. <laughs> it came here to the show. So I'm Doc from from uh, I'm Doc. Wanna see? Oh, what's going on? Listen, I ain't gonna show my head too many times out here, yo. Yo, happy Halloween. You already know what it is. It's your boy Gabriel. Uh tapped in what we talking about the podcast. Um, I will be joined uh very shortly by my co-host extraordinaire. I hope, I mean, I hope, I hope I get, I hope I get, you know. Oh, shit. All right, so. <clears throat> uh, Michael, um, what'd you do with, um, with Black Cat, man? Right, right, okay, okay, right. I got it. Okay, so uh blackout ain't coming tonight, you know what I'm saying? We're gonna have Michael in the building. Uh he has just told me that you know this is the way it's gonna be today, and I, I ain't playing no game. So happy Halloween, everybody. 
you know, it's a special day for, for, for our friend here. You know what I'm saying? Um, You don't, don't got to threaten me. You know what I'm saying? That's not very nice. Gabe is a nice guy. Um, Word? Yeah. Yo, we, um, check, please. Check. Listen, would you hurt an old man? Look at me. Look at me. Look at me. <laughs> would you hurt me? <laughs> you wouldn't hurt an old man, would you? Yeah, I mean. <laughs> yeah. Shout out Did to... you just cop a plea with Halloween, Michael Myers? Did you just cop yeah. a plea? Yeah. Like... <laughs> oh. Yo, he got. <laughs> he might not. He might not have a heart, all right. But uh, you know, he still got respect. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Yo, big facts. Yo, monster in the building. Happy Halloween to my people, man. Shout out, monster. Shout out, Angie in the building, man. I really appreciate y'all. Having a little bit of fun on this uh, Halloween day. I told the people, man, I am uh, Doc from Back to the Future who came back as a as a Crazy Legs, the breakdancer. Mm. That, that's who I am today. So, you know what I'm saying? I'm only going to do this, you know. You know I'm saying? So, I ain't going to hold you, bro. Like, my street is super busy. And, like, <laughs> where I'm at right now, right, the kids is, like, going to the front door and, like, ringing the doorbell. Uh, but because I'm in the basement, I'm coming uh, from downstairs and I'm walking to the, to the side of my building. Oh, on my yard, and I walk <laughs> up behind them and I scare the shit out of them. And on the porch, I got the John Carpenter theme playing. Okay, and I got a, and I got a fan outside blowing leaves back and forth. So when they knock oh. on the door, they just hear the music starts. Okay. They don't see me for like 15 seconds. By the time they start walking away, I'm coming from the side of the house and it's pitch black over there. Uh, the kids out they love it <laughs> yeah and if, if if everybody who don't know uh this 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 podcast is tall so black is about six folk you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, they be scared <laughs> nice job bro nice job they're gonna remember scared. that man you create memories for these kids man one little girl made cry though i couldn't get her to stop she was not fucking with me afterwards i ain't gonna hold you she's uh yeah you yeah, went she's probably like three and I just couldn't get her because, like, I got a knife inside the candy bucket. Mm-hmm. So after I, they see me be scary, and then I squat down on the level, and I'm about to reach in to give them candy. But instead of bringing out candy, I bring out a knife, the knife you You're just right. saw. <laughs> right. And when she saw the knife, bro, she lost it. Oh. Hit behind her mommy leg, and nothing I could say could bring her back. Uh, you took the mask off and everything? I did. I uh, did. Yeah, when yeah. I took the mask off, she took the candy from me, and she was like, see you next year. And I was like, you little weirdo. <laughs> Get clipped out in these streets, black. That's a rock in the building, man. You don't get kids where you at. Neither do we usually. And today, right at five thirty, we got like six kids. Bang, 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 bang. So I got to give out some candy, or Angie got to give out some candy today as a '80s chick. <laughs> that's what's up. So if you see me walking back and forth, that's what it is. I don't want to. I don't want to stop that for the kids. Yeah, really yeah. No. I've been taking mad pictures today. It's been a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's pretty dope, man. I'm glad that you're able to partake in that and uh, spread a little joy. And it definitely, like I said, you you creating memories, man. Because even as a kid now, um, well, I say as a as a kid, I can remember things now. You know, from certain houses that did different things on Halloween, and, and it stuck sticks with me to this day. You know, I can recall a few a few different things. You know, and and one of the things that sticks out, I ain't gonna hold you, is 
the old man across the street, man, we always saved this house for last because this house was the big house. And he used to always give us like, you know, actual size candy bars and all that. So you would just save his crib for last because he was across the street. You know what I'm saying? Hey, yo, one year we went there, man, and my man was like, you late? And he dropped apples on us, bro. <laughs> He's like, you late? That's crazy. Hey, yo, Rock, now nah, I never break character. I think that's the funniest part. They ask me questions. I just look at them. Mm-hmm. And the most I do is go like this when I'm, like, giving them candy. Uh-huh. And they say thank you. Uh-huh. I just go like this. Let's go. <laughs> and they fucking lose it. They love that shit. Yeah. It looks menacing. You're going to love it when you see it on camera back. You know what I'm saying? It does look menacing. Um, I like I gotta how- leave this up, though, because it's messing with the green screen, saying the white face. Oh, got you. The um, I like how we went themed out. You know, you see the background we got is all themed out. Bet your background's all themed out. Kind of matches, as a matter of fact. If you ask me, you know, what I'm saying that the themes were similar. So kudos for that. Um, we're getting weird messages from Thread people. I don't like that. Let's see what Mons got to say. Mons, what you got? What you got? I saw a lot more people out this year, and I also saw toilet paper and trees this morning. Glad to see that's still alive. Yo, big facts. Angie and I commented that Mischief Night did not exist in our neighborhood. Did it exist in your neighborhood, sir? Oh, no, definitely. It did? I, absolutely. We did weird things. Oh, no. So, did you, no, 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 no. I'm saying at your present place where you're at in your neighborhood, did it? Did that take place? Like, did the kids wild out this year? No, no, they don't do that. Not over here. Oh, okay. That's what we're asking. Gate night. Hold on. Hold on. I got more kids. Yo, so, th- yo, Rock, you right, bro um the the mischief night it was called mischief night for us is that what you mean the day before halloween that night before we would get into straight up egg fights with the rival school you know yeah yeah we called it miss yo what's going on yo fucking ice man listen you be posting about wanting a ride to go to these shows and Word to mother, every time you post a date, bro, I either have an event or I'm, I'm away that day. Because I'd be like, I'd be reading it and I'm like, I'm going to take them. And then I see the date and I'm like, ah, you know what I mean? But yo, you could hit me. You got my line, bro. Hit me. You know what I'm saying? When you know that's happening, hit me personally and ask me, bro, first before you post it like that. You know what I'm saying? You know, I would love to chop it up with you on a ride down somewhere. You know, hit that loud. We be chilling and shit. You know what I mean. So I would, I would definitely do that with you. You know what I mean. We get some content and shit. You know what I mean. We get a fucking, we get a car cipher recorded and shit. <laughs> um, so yeah, man. At yo, okay. So we used to stock up. All right, we did not bullshit. Okay, me and my for the the three, it was three of us. We would stop start stocking up. I would say, like, middle of September. We started stocking up shit. You know what I'm saying? Um, we start stocking up the 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 shaving cream. Start shock, stocking that up. We would start getting eggs and just um leaving them outside. You know what I'm saying? So we we would get, bro. We would when when mischief night actually came for us. No lie, bro. You can ask my peoples. We probably had like. Probably like six or seven dozen eggs on 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 the ready, 
You know what I'm saying? Because we had been buying them all along because we messed around a couple of times and tried to wait to buy the eggs like right up close. Bro, they were the supermarkets and the places was not trying to sell no 13, 12 year old kids, no fucking eggs around Halloween, bro. That was a no go. We got turned around so many times at so many convenience stores trying to get some eggs and shaving cream. We started stealing shit because they wouldn't let us buy it. You know what I mean? So we just started learning to buy it early. And we in September, you could buy eggs and all that shit. And nobody thought a thing of it. We were sitting there stashing them motherfuckers, yo. We was getting crazy. We was getting crazy, man. Um, but what Black's doing is cool. I remember we had a house um, down Pie Lane that would always do it up for, for Halloween. They always had something going on. The, 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 the mom in there would be totally decked out in some badass, like, witch outfit. You know what I mean? So, like, those memories, like, you remember that as a kid. So what Black's doing today is dope. Yo, shout out to everybody across the world. You know, we are heard on the Village Global Network. We got some entities involved with that. And I, I really do hope that you know that we on Culture Shock Radio Two shop radio, sale radio. You know what I mean? We out here. We doing our thing. We are happy in life, and we get paid to play the game, baby. Yo, I've been um, I've been listening to y'all. I've been listening to y'all about going and trying to listen to some other artists, and you know, um, you know, stop saying that hip hop is whack and shit, and and going and finding hip hop that I I appreciate. So I've been I've been definitely doing that a little bit more. Shout out to Jay Arroyo. Jay Arroyo straight up hit me up and just started putting me on to mad people and different um different um albums that have been coming out and stuff. I really appreciate that. So shout out to homie Jay Arroyo for doing that, man. I I, I really do ap- appreciate that. Wapter music, you already know, all powered by Zeno.fm village global network um mike myers with no bulls hat (laughs) listen i'm a b-boy in my b-boy stance i am doc from back to the future who came back as crazy legs that's who i am so 38 special keeps me sane oh there you go i hear good things i've heard i've heard uh francisco in the building what's going on i've heard some good things about 38 special i've heard a couple of good trash from him i like his voice He, he i like the way he flow and stuff so uh, shout out to that brother shout out to everybody that's tapped in make sure you're hitting that like we got eight nine ten people in here total across all the networks 11 now um yo minimize this please and hit the like bro and hit the share because people come up in here when y'all are watching jay arroyo ice the guy rocky when y'all share this instantly two three people come in here even if they only stay for a second or two they pop in and they might pop right back out because y'all got some juice man um where most importantly he's from upstate there you go and see monster monster knows about 38 special i actually think that i got put on to him by monster 38 special um Thank you, Francisco. I appreciate that, brother. I really, really do. Hit that like. Hit that. Hit that share if you haven't already. Don't run away. <laughs> Sometimes people will straight up say, "I don't want to do that." They'll just leave the live. <laughs> I'm gonna send Michael on your ass. That's what I'm gonna do. I keep telling him, "You coast to to bro. Give him a listen, yo. Listen, I'm gonna listen. I'm gonna listen. You do be saying it, yo, Mike. Man, you out there scaring kids? You got anything to report back about the? Side of the house. Okay, no, no reports. The kids are getting stronger. It's later out, so the bigger kids out. They don't get scared as easy. 
They looking to scare you. Fam gonna start talking about talking like yo, listen, <laughs> Lloyd Banks. I love me some Lloyd Banks. I think Lloyd Banks. Do y'all agree with me? Is Lloyd Banks one of the most slept on um like lyricist people, or do you think that he gets his just due? Personally, I think he gets his just due, right? I don't I, I don't find I don't think he's overrated in any way. No. Right? <laughs> Yo, if everybody's listening streaming land, you gotta understand that I'm having a telepathic conversation with Michael Myers right now, okay? What oh, okay, you like that joint, right? Right, okay, okay, copy, copy. Um, it's the best one ever. Um, so yeah, we we gonna we gonna leave it like that. I ain't <clears throat> I don't need Michael showing up in my crib when we done with this podcast. You heard me. <laughs> Yo, Mike, put the knife down. Put the knife down. Put the knife, put the knife. Thank thank you. Thank you. Just relax. Where's Cass? Everybody, happy Halloween. Yo, here's the funniest thing that I've been waiting to tell Matt Santoro live on the air. Matt Santoro, the irony, brother, the irony. Now I know why this guy's fucking podcast is called the Token Hour Podcast. This motherfucker invites me to a Halloween costume party. Ready? The day of. And he got a podcast on the Token Hour podcast, man. I see you, Matt. I see you, Matt. I see you, Matt. I see you. That was a good one, though. I thought the irony in that was fantastic, and I love you for it, and I respect you more for it. <laughs> um, Start doing the Britney Spears, man. You better stop. All right, Michael. Um, what's up, man? Did you kill anybody today? What's your, what's your head count today? Damn, son. Okay. Okay. All right. We're going to leave it like that. We're going to leave it. We're going to leave it like that. (laughs) Yo, for record, this shit is hot as fuck. (laughs) (laughs) I bet you breathing heavy on yourself. That little move that you do got you all hot. Every time you do that move, you come up out the mask about 20 seconds later. <laughs> See? <laughs> Yo, but Matt, man, I would say I'm fucking with you, but I'm not. I thought that was fucking hilarious that you did that. <laughs> You're super wet in that bitch. Super slimy in this motherfucker. <laughs> Let's get with it, man, because I got to get it. I got it. You know what I mean? Black love the kids. You know what I mean? I hold the kids down. Let's go. Yo, um, you said you had some topics, which would be wonderful. The one thing yeah. that I wanted to say is that my boy, uh, he beat Tyson Fury, bro. Yeah, he definitely he, did. Francis Ngannou definitely beat that ass. That happened. He won that fight, bro. He won, he won that. that fight. There was only one knockdown in the fight. It wasn't a title fight. There was no reason to let that man hold on to that. Nah. To that fight like that, knowing that well, he it was a professional fight. fight, so he would have had a professional loss on his record. Yeah, right. It wasn't but it wasn't for his title though. Right. right, but he ain't want that loss on his record. He don't got none. That's weak, bro. Yeah, That's weak for everybody across up. the world. Because that was it. That was that was on the other side of the pond. They thought it was whack. I just want you to know, out here in New Motherfucking York, we thought that that was whack as hell too. That man won that fight, man. He won that fight. You know what I'm saying? He 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 not only. He not only 
caught him with more shots. But in a way, in a weird way, he kind of outboxed him. Because, like, for him not to be a boxer and for Tyson to be coveted as somebody who's a who who can who can throw the hands and the thinker and he's a boxer's boxer, he didn't handle nothing in there with him. Wow. Happy Halloween, Village Global Network. You already know. Um, so yeah, that was my one topic that I want I wanted to make sure I got off my chest, man. He uh, lost that fight. I got a baby coming up. Let me go get the baby. Black's having a baby, bro. Oh my god, congratulations, man. Yo, so Blackout just announced on the podcast that he's he's having a baby, man. Yo, that's yo, yo, welcome to fatherhood, man. I don't know what that's like. You know what I'm saying? Shout out my fur baby, shout out Angie. You know what I'm saying? Um, I love y'all. Hit that like, hit that share. Y'all doing a much better job. All right, so we got uh, 12 people across all networks on here. All right. Eight likes. You know what I'm saying? Hit that like, man. That like. Because I see I see the likes whether you do it on YouTube or Facebook. You know what I'm saying? I see a total here. I don't just, there you go. There you go. Whoever just did that, salute to you. People. Yo, so I want y'all to know, man, this is the second to last show. That's exiting. That's exciting. That's exciting. Congratulations. Listen, mad baby, mad baby size bulls. <laughs> Yo, Jay Arroyo, man. I gotta give I gotta give shout outs to my man one more time, man. Yo, because you know, not not everybody's gonna like reach out beyond like the social medias and all that you know what i mean and nowadays like when somebody hits your jack on a personal note it like it it like it puts you like in a different category of of relationship with the with a human being right and and jay's one of them people man like he'll be doing his thing on socials and wilding and being funny and all that shit and sometimes I comment on things and like he takes the fucking time sometimes to just reach out to me personally. And then we start having a conversation. You know what I'm saying? And um, shout out to that brother, man. I, I appreciate that. And, and I'm glad he views me as, you know, someone that he can reach out to like that. Because I, I definitely appreciate it. And, and, I'll, and I feel the same way. Feelings mutual. So shout out to that brother. He's good. Um, doing, you know, he, like he's so humble about his music thing. He don't really talk about it that much. But I'm sure he's got some music coming Sooner or later, he got something to say. When he's quiet for too long, you know something coming. So, um, Black, speaking of music coming, <clears throat> care to say anything? Next set of kids coming. You keep waiting, bro. I be having time, and then you just keep talking. It's what I do. So, we're going to talk about how you're having a baby when you come back. Black, it, yeah, that'd be baby number one. Yep. Baby number one's on the way. I don't know. He, he got up. He said, yo, I'm... Got a baby coming. I said, oh, shit. Yo, congratulations, man. That's crazy. It's exciting. It's exiting. What, what, <laughs> you know, the typo right there is crazy. <laughs> now that I'm realizing. Now that I'm realizing. Y'all going to see I'm wilding. But, yo, did you? Yo. You know what I'm saying? I'm not just crazy head. You know what I'm saying? At all, you know, 80s style B-boy. I'm also Doc from Back to the Future. 
Come on, Marty. 88 miles an hour. You heard me? If I would have asked y'all, listen, be for real. The the seven of y'all that are still in here right now, right? Be for real. If I would have said to you how fast you got to go to go back to the future, how many of y'all would have said 88 miles an hour? Y'all would have known? I want to know. Put it in the comments. Yay or nay, you would have said 88 miles an hour. Say it. Say it. Hey, what up, y'all? Thank you for tuning in. I see you. I see you. I see you just top. I see you just hopped in. I see that. You hit the like. If you didn't hit the like, you hit the like. This is what we're talking about podcast. And uh, so now I'm going to just stop. Chew. What's up, gang? What's up? I'm back. Yes, a long ass walk around in front of the house, nigga. <laughs> look, look, look. I don't make that walk like 10 times, nigga. I'm tired. I'm looking at my camera feed, though. It's just mad kids outside, bro. <laughs> I can't even turn off the music because I got it connected to the doorbell. So when uh-huh. I push the doorbell, the fucking Michael Myron music hit <laughs> and the fans start. So it's like, I got so you it, got it all in a motion phone. detector. Now, nah, when I hit the button, you know, I got it with the smart connector home. So when they hit the uh, button, the doorbell. It yeah. turns on the the smart plug, which has my fan uh, plugged into it, uh, and the and the Bluetooth speaker plugged into it, and it starts playing the music, and the fan starts blowing. Yeah, yo. So I was telling everybody your big announcement, man. I told everybody you got a baby coming. Yeah, I got four kids right now in the street looking at my house, terrified because they like they hear the music and they're talking to each other about what to do. Oh, but everybody come. in the chat wants to know about this baby that's coming. <laughs> I was doing unprotected things. I'm sorry. <laughs> Listen, I'm wilding. I'm just bugging. I'm playing on words. Black is not having a baby. He did not make that announcement. He was saying that there's a baby coming like to the door for trick or treat. That's what he was saying. Uh, shout out to y'all. But um, he is enjoying this so much. So I'm just enjoying some time with y'all. Talk to me. If y'all want to join me, hold on. Hold on. This is this is the day, right? Today, today, this is the day for people just to hop on, say what up. There you go, my brothers and sisters. You now have a live link to join me on the show. If y'all want to bug out with me a little bit, come on and bug out with me. Um, one thing I saw going on in hip hop is NLE Chopper. He's mad as hell at my jump, right? Because NLE Chopper went and um, hopped on one of uh, Mike Jones's joints, uh, Still Tripping, I think. And um, he just, he basically looped it up and just hit a freestyle on it. Mike Jones yanked it on him. <laughs> He's like, nah, he ain't asked me. He ain't talked to me. It's not going down like that, you know. And, you know, from my point of view, I agree with Mike Jones. I agree with Mike Jones, man. Like, yo. At least have the common respect and decency to talk to me. Now, now, do I feel that way if you're just you're 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 just throwing something on a mixtape and there's just a bunch of instrumentals on it and you're just spitting on everything? I don't I don't um I don't think you need like the special nod from the artist to do that. But when you're gonna put it out as like you haven't put out something in a while and I'm gonna put this freestyle out and you're gonna put a little like marketing behind it and all that I think you should be reaching out and just you know because yo, you never know what if Mike Jones I mean maybe he didn't want that 
But what if Mike Jones would have been like, yo, I'll, I'll, I'll throw you eight. I'll throw you a 16 on there too. You know what I'm saying? Let's make it dope. Let's make the, you know, remix type of stuff. What if it could have gotten bigger? I just think people don't think that way. Yo, if y'all stepping up in here, hit that like, hit that share for me. You know what I'm saying? Just minimize this video right now real quick and hit that like button for me. It helps the algorithm. I don't know what it does, but every time there's more 10 or more likes on something, it starts to share it more to everybody else. So, um, yo, uh, you're a perfect person to ask, Mike. Um, NLE Chopper's mad at Mike Jones because Mike Jones pulled his little freestyle where he sampled his whole. He used the instrumental basically for state, still tripping. And, and Mike Jones, like, you didn't ask me. You know what I mean? What What do you think about NLE Chopper being mad at Mike Jones for being mad at him for using it without asking him? But we're going to talk about the real shit. I don't know what you're talking about. Listen, is Dwight Howard gay? <laughs> I mean, did he not just admit to being homosexual? I, I, I thought that was a foregone conclusion. Didn't we kind of like I embark it was on too, this? But it ain't like he don't got, he got like the baby with the cheerleader from the magic and he did some other things. He could be bi nowadays. No, no, you're right, you're right, you're right. But I'm just trying to understand like, did he, is he gay? Yes. Okay. Yeah, he likes boys. Do, do we care? Uh, I think, I think society cares. I personally don't. Great. Yeah, I don't. Yo, here's a message for everybody. Um, man, woman, dog, kitty cat, uh, lizard, um, amphibian, arachnophobia, arachnophobian, uh, uh aquarian, avarian. <laughs> Birds, otters. I don't care if y'all like the same sex or opposite sex at all. That's stupid. Let people be themselves. So if he was in somebody's DM having consensual uh, sexual interactions, that's cool. Now, I get it that the whole thing is about this man saying he was rough and forced him. And, you know, he's six foot 10, 250 pounds. Mm-hmm. But like, yeah, you know what you, you shouldn't do? You know that Dwight Howard is six foot ten, two hundred fifty pounds, because he's a public figure. Right. Maybe you shouldn't go to a hotel room with him <laughs> if you're afraid that he might overpower you and make you do something that you don't like. What you think, Gabe? Because I mean, he didn't know where you live until you popped up on him, right? Uh, right. Okay. I don't know, man. I like. I'm not victim blaming. I'm just saying. Um, he didn't force you in that room. You're kind of victim blaming, though. I'm not though. Like, how did he get in that room? Did he did? He didn't say Dwight held me at gunpoint, made me walk into the hotel room. He's like, nah, I showed up. It was getting freaky deaky. And then I guess I didn't want to do these things. He made me do extra stuff. Like, maybe, but it's going to be hard to fucking prove. You can't prove it, bro. <clears throat> these kind of cases, I'm just, I'm speaking facts. It's super messy. You can't go over there consensually when y'all don't know each other and you mm-hmm. on your own volition go somewhere. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? To have a sexual encounter. So you're trying to say, look, in my DM, he was talking sexual to me. Then I showed up knowing he was talking sexual. And then we did some stuff or some other stuff I didn't like. You can't prove it. So this mm-hmm. whole case don't even matter. Mm-hmm. Even if Dwight did that shit, you can't prove it. Right. That part. That, that that's part. The, that, that's the thing that because it because it make it does make it cons- You didn't go in there unknowingly. Nope. You went in there for some sexual stuff. Yeah, you did. Correct. You did. So if it got a little rough and you didn't like it, you can't mm-hmm. prove it. You played yourself. So that's why I said like the moral of the story is if you don't want to be don't forced go. by a six foot ten, 250 pound black man, don't go. Right. I'm not saying right. he did or he didn't did it. I'm just saying, like, you know that that case ain't going nowhere. So I guess Dwight's perspective is you're doing it for clout. And maybe you're not. Maybe some shit really went down. But the fact that you played yourself and put yourself in that situation means you look silly. 
you did it knowingly thinking that my out and all this, even if it doesn't go the way I I want, I'm going to get paid. I believe that. Because you went and told yourself. I believe that. I believe that was the mindset going in. Facts. I do. I do. I do believe that. I don't care if he gay, y'all, but I I do. If he did that shit, shame on you, Dwight. Mm -hmm. Without a boy shot. I know people with power tend Mm -hmm. to, to can be a little OD. Mm-hmm. But don't put yourselves in position to lose, people. Yeah, you never heard that before. Don't put right. yourself in positions to lose, right? Like right. willingly cut, and cut your losses. <laughs> Those two things. <laughs> Look, if you if you gobble Dwight's meat, it happened. So like, learn from it. Hmm. Hmm. Um. Yeah. Hey, man. Mm-hmm. Us human beings, we're uh, we're very um. We're very interesting uh, individuals, you know, and and uh, we do weird things out here, according to some and to other people. It's just everyday life. So, right. yeah, pick and choose, um, pick and choose situations where you're going to feel most comfortable and stop looking at things like, oh, if it goes left, maybe I'll get X, Y, Z. I think. We got to stop with that mentality because I think that mentality carries over into other things, too. Like, you know, yo, I'm going to go approach homeboy uh, about my single or, you know, sign him and go rap and shit. Um, I got the tooling on me, though, and he don't like my shit. Fuck it. I'll just back out on him. You know what I'm saying? Like that type of shit, that mentality is out there. Like if I don't get my way, I'm going to do this anyway. You know what I'm saying? So it's like if we can get away from that a little bit, because that's it's a very it's a very childish, immature mentality, but you know, it's, it's, it's definitely employed by people that are old enough to not <laughs> think that way. You know what I'm saying? Where, so, so Hey, that's all I'm saying about it, man. Um, um, what else, man? Yeah. And other news, mm-hmm. let me pull up my other news report. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Keefe D said, Puffy paid him a million dollars to kill Pac. What do you think about that, Gabe? Is that true? Because he he's saying that in sworn testimony on camera. He said, uh, "Yeah, I, I did it," mm-hmm. but Puffy gave me a million dollars to do so. Nah, nah, Gabe. I mean, I sit here and, and my immediate thought process, brother, is there's there was way too much for Puffy to gain from him being alive than him being dead there's just no he just dropped an album like it's the dumbest thing about, ever no no no. we're talking about Pac. puffy don't oh, get no. nothing from Pac. oh yeah yeah i'm thinking, what am I thinking? yeah so like so he, nah. he got receipts mm-hmm. he shown he's shown a whole lot of money that he shouldn't have had and mm-hmm. he said basically i didn't know that man why would i want him dead like yeah i did that but it's because somebody paid me and when and and when the interviewer said who puff he said mm-hmm. yeah i mean I, look he got a point why would he want Pac dead he did it for the bread he said he got no reason to lie about that do we i don't know that's the part that we don't know and, and this is so long ago um okay still my initial reaction is no i don't He's admitting to murder, though, to say that. Like he not getting, he not, he don't got immunity. He's admitting to doing it. He going I, for life. 
I think he's I think he's on the hook for that regardless, though. So now it's just uh-huh. say whatever I can say right here. Maybe I get a book deal out of it. Maybe they'll want to come interview me some more. You're more likely I, to get dead from saying puff to it and then having somebody take you out in prison than to just be quiet about it. Like, no, nah, you bring in bad attention. It's like a puppy, bro. Any attention is going to be good attention, I think, at that okay. point, because I think your back is up against the wall. You have been identified as the ultimate villain here. You know what I'm saying? And you want to get that light off you. You in some way, shape, or form. So now he's it, it to me, it's it's now he's just playing the blame game. You know what I mean? Oh, I did it, but it was because of him. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, I'm surprised he didn't say, Oh, Puffy was gonna told told me I, he was gonna hurt my family or he had my family held up. I had to do that to get my girlfriend back. I'm surprised he didn't come up with something more elaborate than just a million dollars. Puffy ain't giving nobody no million dollars, bro. Not without having a receipt. <laughs> so he can, he'll write that receipt, up. But 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 hold on, he explained it and and Keefe had receipts, he got half a million up front. Mm-hmm. And after and after Pac died, he got another half a million dollars. And they're like, "Where'd that come from?" He's like, "Puff." He had a regular ass job. He's like, "So where he get a million dollars from then, Gabe?" And you don't think that was somebody on the West Coast? He not saying that. He's saying Puff. I, I guess know, he. I Puff. guess I guess you could try to put it together and say that somebody on the left coast paid him to say Puff, mm-hmm. but like. Then you would use that to get off. You'd ask for some immunity, like a leniency. He's not getting leniency. Like if you wanted to implement implicate somebody else and say that Puffy made me do it, mm-hmm. you know, I don't want to do life. Give me 20 with, with parole. Mm-hmm. Then you would do that. But he doesn't have a deal. He didn't ask for any leniency. He just talking. So like it doesn't benefit him at all to even say it. That's what I'm like. I get it. I'm, I'm playing devil's advocate here. I'm not saying it's facts. I'm not saying it's fiction. I'm just saying like the normal way somebody would tell. He not benefiting from telling, bro. He literally just telling. I don't know. I just think that's that's the out that's the that's the thing that's the most polarizing thing that he could say. That in my okay. opinion, and I think he went that way. In my opinion, I could be wrong. I've been wrong before, Black. But I, I, something tells me in that situation, you want to say something polarizing. He ain't got nothing to lose. He's he not his life in prison. He's, I think he's already on the hook for that. I think that's a guilty man. You think, think no matter a, what, he's going to die in prison? Yeah. Got so it. you might as well go out being polarizing. Okay, fair enough. Because the fact is, and I ain't really put this, is he in protective custody? Nope. You know what I'm saying? So like, how long is he actually going to survive in there? I mean, I'm sure they'll put him in PC. He's in, he's in, he's in, uh, he's in lockup right now, so he's not in like a prison. Right, so he's not he's not a PC, but he's just separate from people. Because he's in that's the only reason why. That's the only reason yeah. why he's alive right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. yeah, there's okay. no, 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 no. Ah, man, that's that's crazy, man. That's crazy. You know, sometimes you know you need the yin and yang to sometimes to make it go. You know what I mean? And I I do believe that you know at that point in life, you know, Pac and biggie were the yin and yang you know what i mean and they could make so much money just by talking about each other they were they were so popular the whole fucking united states was talking about biggie small and tupac shakur oh like 
about this beef all the time. And, and like, <clears throat> I don't know. What's the last time you had a rivalry like that? That was like an actual rivalry, like like the biggest people in their genre right. at the same time. Like what? It was Jay and Nas. And then what happened after them? Like who else did that at that level? Um, At, at that level, I mean, LL. Not just beef. Not, yeah, right. That's before. I mean, like not just beef. Though. I mean, like literally like both of us top five and what we doing right now at the time that we beefing. I mean. You had the number like top five podcaster and top rapper go at it with Joe Budden and Drake. That was probably the most. Yeah, but they're not rap beef. I mean, like rap beef, music. Beef. No, but they did rap beef though. He that's how that whole thing started. They they had verses out against each other. You know, so like I guess, but that's not what and, I mean. But, but Joe I, I Joe's not on that level with right. Drake. But Drake does he he does satisfy that criteria of being top of but the like, game. Have like with Drake, Drake and Push, Drake and Push needle, but right. but Push ain't never been a top twenty artist. Not like, so like that. That that beef actually made him pop and made him relevant again. Mm-hmm. But it's not like like it ain't like if 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 he was though old, with grinding and all that shit when he was with his brother and all that. Fifteen years before the beef with Drake, like it's not yeah. even relevant. Well, so I, like, I'm saying career wise, but yeah, I'm talking about like Kendrick and Cole, like right. standing at at you know doing the Spider Man meme, mm-hmm. like going. Going, going at each other at the height of the powers. Right now, nah. it hasn't happened since Jay and Nas. Ain't that silly? It hasn't. I mean, Wayne did his Wayne. It was Wayne versus the Hot Boys, but they couldn't respond. Like he, he passed them so quick once they all left Cash Money. It's yeah. kind of crazy. It was like, lopsided. Yeah, it was lopsided, right? And like, yeah. remember, it was BG and Juvie mm-hmm. who was really them. It was BG first, and then Juvie took off mainstream. Yep. And then when they started getting jerked for their bread and they left the label, like Wayne was an afterthought. Like he wasn't nobody. Mm-hmm. And like when he started, you know, doing Man, I Miss My Dogs and all that shit coming at them, mm-hmm. like a year later, he was bigger than all both all of them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it would be is it know, Cam could... when Cam was doing his beef? I, mean, well, I can't yeah. even say that because because Cam yeah, be, Mace, well, being, Mace was, being... was in church. He come be came back. But yeah, he was in church. Beans and Jada, they were both pretty high in the game. Mm. Okay. That's a that's a good rap beef. I mean, but yeah, but Beans never been that dude either. But he, he never been top five at the, at the time. I mean, when when he dropped the truth, he he was truth popping. Was you know what I'm saying? And then they had that that one song with all of them, Rock yeah. La Familia or whatever. Yeah. And he had like the like one of the best verses on there. So he that that was his pinnacle was right there, as far as like being in the public eye. And he was going, and that was when he was going at Jada. And Jada, I think, always has been kind of on the horizon. Like, has Jada ever been the top artist? No, right? No, not even close. But he always had like a buzz going. Always on the horizon. He was always right there. You know what I'm saying? So. That, it was a great. It was a great really good beef. Was mm-hmm. was probably Drake and Pusha. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the closest we've got, right? Yep. Yeah. As far mm-hmm. as right, because visibility wise, you know, Pusha T is he's known. I mean, right. You know, Sprite commercials and all that. You know what I mean? Like they know him. All right, fair enough. We good on like, that? I'm good I mean, Keefe D did that shit, and if Puffy paid to have Pot killed, um, you think? Uh, let me ask you. You think so? Uh, you think he did that? You think Puff came out of his pocket and paid like, that man? So, like, 
if you consider what was happening at the time, like that beef was getting super serious. Remember, like they was catching each other in studios, shooting at each other, niggas getting stabbed in lobbies. Like it, it's not like this was a fake beef. Like shit got super personal. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't hit him up happened, and the whole shit where like niggas like he was really like running down on faith. Like mm-hmm. it was super deep. So like it, nah, I can see it, gang. Like as sad as it is to say, like at the time of Pac death, Pac was winning that beef. Hold that while I go feed these kids. Well, <clears throat> like the it, it there's not a bunch of songs where Biggie dedicated whole verses and 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 songs to Tupac. I always felt like Tupac was much more agitated and aggravated over everything than Big was. And I felt like Big would take shots in his rhymes at Tupac, but there was I never felt like there, there was never a whole song dedicated to dissing Pac. Am I wrong on that? I think I'm pretty versed on this topic, but you tell me. You know what I mean? Like, I think for a long time, because of the timing of it, when Biggie dropped Who Shot You, I think that um, people were trying to make it seem like he did. he was talking to Pac. But that Actually, the timing on all that was off. You know what I mean? That song recorded way in a different time, played around that time. That's when it came out. But it it really, that was the only correlation, you know? So, I don't know. Y'all tell me. Y'all Biggie fans out there, tell me. I think I'm a pretty big Biggie stan, if you ask me. I'm a stan of Biggie. And I just, I just don't recall, I don't recall songs totally dedicated to Tupac. I know that he took shots and he like and he would mention them by name, you know, get it to Pac, you know what I'm saying? Like he would say shit like that, but like he never dedicated whole songs and verses to him. So I always thought that Pac was more agitated and more angry than Big was that whole time anyway. Pac was winning, that's what I said. <laughs> but you understand what I'm saying? Like no, yeah, Biggie gave him lines. Biggie gave him bars. He gave him bars. He didn't give him yeah. songs. That's okay. what, that was what I was just talking about. Was that he Biggie gave him, you know, shot. He shot at Pop, but he never dedicated whole songs to him. And I was talking about how people at the time were trying to make it seem like the song Who Shot Ya was aimed at Tupac. But in reality, all the timing's off for that. You know what I mean? Like the the that song, those verses, and all that that has nothing that's nothing to do with pop, you know what I mean? So, peace, senior G. What's going on, Village Global Network in the building? I see you. Um, I yeah, mean, man, at the end of the day, mm-hmm. whatever made them try to go and, and bag Keefe D now, I guess that's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know who is serving, I guess it's serving like a Finney, mm-hmm. um, and her peace of mind, but like this man don't lived <laughs> basically 30 more years, mm-hmm. like he's an old guy now, so. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess it's better to get him than not to get him, but it's just it's like whatever, bro. Right. It's a sad situation all around, and and ain't no telling what music even looks like if Pac and Big both would have lasted into the thirties, bro. Like, <laughs> ain't no telling like where the genre would have went. You know what I mean? Big time. 
Big time. I agree with that. And it's it's it, that part of it's always gonna be the sad part for me, you know. Just like all the other ones, like the big puns and big L, like it would have been so dope to see like what they would have done and who they would have inspired and what would have came behind them, like all that. You know, history changes if if those, you know, four or five. Like, what if Grandmaster Jay was still around? Like, he he was so responsible for things that you don't even realize. You know, groups that came out, production that was there, you know what I'm saying? Accessibility to different peoples and markets, you know, that Jam Master Jay had all those connections. You know what I mean? When he died, all those kind of went with it too. You know what I mean? So it's like, you know, it's 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 crazy out here. RIP to all the legends on Halloween, man. Right. Um, um oh, am I doing the topics still or are you doing the topics? No, I'm doing you. Copy, copy. Yeah, what's up with um <clears throat> Krishan going on national uh, internet and mm-hmm. and saying that she having unprotected sex with Blueface Dylan. He married to Jaden Alexis and yada yada yada. Matter of fact, that's not the real topic. I'm sorry, y'all. <laughs> what you think about Ice Spice did her little uh her big Halloween costume and, and had the rose beef hanging out? What's up with that, bro? Love it, yo. I told you, Angie this. You love it. Yep, yo. Listen to this. Go ahead. I really don't be paying attention on much to mainstream hip hop, right? Okay. The performances and the people, like you know, I see it, but I don't, I'm not paying attention. You know what I'm saying? Then nobody told me that this young lady had that behind her, like that, bro. Her ass is amazing. It, nobody pointing this out. Nobody said. Yo, Ice Spice, they keep talking about how whack she is. Nobody's bothered to say, yo, the reason why she keeps showing you her fucking backside is because it's fucking amazing. Why nobody say that? How come nobody's saying the truth about Ice Spice, man? That's she all cute. people talk about. I don't even she know who cute listen to. And her donk donk is out of this fucking world, bro. My God. I'm sorry, Angie. Listen. This guy. <laughs> this young lady. I'm glad you brought her up, Black. I'm yeah. glad you brought why, why her up. Why you Black? Because you smiling. I see you. Listen, she yeah. she got the machine behind her, bro. She signed to Nikki. I said this. Yeah. Bro, she has the machine. Bro, she's got a Dunkin' Donut fucking promo going on, bro. Yep. <laughs> Dead ass. She's on every Dunkin' Donut promo right now, radio and TV. That's crazy. Yep. Um, Doing commercials with Ben Affleck and John Hamm and them. Like, shit is nuts. Like, bro. she got them. She with the machine. She with and for she, Nikki, like this is smart. Like them artists she been signed in the last ten years. Don't nobody know who them niggas is. Like getting Ice Spice and putting the, the machine behind her. Let me ask smart you. Business. It is. So let me ask you. Yeah. Everything you just said. This is perfect setup. Mm-hmm. Her, ma- wardrobe malfunction, nah. or she didn't mean for her shit to slip. Nah, it's on purpose. It was on purpose. It's on purpose to see that. It's on, it's on, that's her greatest asset. It's on purpose. Not her and here's what I'm saying. Her ass, people, yeah. people watched, and we never talk about it on the show, but we'll mm-hmm. we'll we'll hit at it right now, right? Mm-hmm. Um, sorry, hit I'm watching the, the camera at the same time. Hit, hit the like people, button. People watched. Say what? Hit the like button. Oh yeah, yeah, do that. Um, people watch sexy red. Um, fornicate with a man on Instagram live. And I think people thought that that was going to like ruin her. And it had no effect. Like two weeks later, people are no longer talking about it and no one cares. And all it did was make her pub go up. Like she gained millions of followers. People like her even more 
people got jokes, you know what I mean? Oh, your box dry, shit like that. You was you was trash. You sound like a dude when you have sex. Mm-hmm. But people still watching her and talking about her and tapping in and making her popping, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So like this sexy red, right? The sexy red, yeah. And all the different ways that women have done sex tapes or slipped up, or even like a certain person Mimi swinging from a shower pole. When she was with Stevie J, you know what I'm saying? And getting mm-hmm. super popping off of that, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, sex sells, and there's no such thing as bad sex, like, doesn't sell. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. it's people going to look at it and talk about it point blank, period, it seems. And it doesn't matter a week later. Like, no one's saying, I'm not fucking with Ice Spice. The sponsors ain't running from her, like, yo, she had her whole vagina on Instagram, on the internet, and nobody saw it. Like, nobody cares and i guess that says more about society mm-hmm. like i'm not saying that uh nudity and sex should be taboo mm-hmm. but like I, I said this at the beginning of this season and i refer back to it yo we the problem men like it's like mm-hmm. we have like we like a, a naked woman and we have no more sense do some babies let me get these babies and turn off my lights y'all be right back Right. <clears throat> what he says, it, it is true what he says to a certain degree. Um, I do think that the way society is built right now um, with this this false foundation of social media that people have built their whole personas on, image on, ego on and all that. Um, I do think that women play on that, though. Right. Like like. If it wasn't common knowledge before, ladies, let me put you on to how you get these dudes to act up. You know what I'm saying? And you get more girls being promiscuous with their ways and their movements without the real intention of closing deals that you think they want to close. And then it's and then it's a problem. You know what I'm saying? So like. For instance, it doesn't have to go to the nth degree. You know, girls know now, you know, more than ever, you know, how to get a dude in trouble at the job. Right? Or they they know that, yo, if I don't like this motherfucker, all I got to do is throw on this little badass dress I got, let my titties hang a little bit. I'll start bending over to get some. I'll catch him out there and click, click, click. I got the proof, got the receipts that he was checking me out, made me feel uncomfortable. I get him fired. They do that type of shit now. You know what I'm saying? So what I was saying, Black, in your absence was that it's true what you say that we might be the problem. But I think so more so than ever, I think women are now preying on men, too, in that way. Yeah, but like when I say that we the problem, what I mean is that we dumb. Like just because a girl is showing you her fucking butt cheeks Mm -hmm. means like give her your money. Like make her famous, mm-hmm. like that's kind of what I'm saying. They learn yeah, how to manipulate like, us. But is are they manipulating us, or is it us just being lame? It's that's both. What I mean, like okay, okay. I just think it don't have to be that way. Like if you put out your penis, women ain't go around the world ain't gonna be like, I don't care whether it's a good penis, bad penis, small penis, large penis. Mm-hmm. I'm finna make you famous and give you my money. Women don't do that. They don't be like. <laughs> You look good, nigga. So now you famous. You see what I mean? Like we do this to I mean, women. J Lo just did it to a dancer. That's crazy, bro. <laughs> What's her dancer's name, Gabe? I don't know. 
Exactly. <laughs> uh, what kind of candy are you giving out this year? Damn, that's a great batch. question. Last last batch. And I'm, I'm gonna turn it off for real. You just got it. <laughs> Listen, man, I'm having fun with this show today. I love y'all for tuning in. Make sure y'all tune in tomorrow in the studio with the Rec Boys, 7 p.m. Facebook and YouTube. I'm sure they'll be talking some shit and have somebody on that show. They'll be doing some trivia. You know what I mean? I'm sure they'll touch on some topics. But they have a lot of fun on that show. You know what I mean? They have some good conversations. They'll be having some, like, you know, um, people from the industry. Um, on the show too so you know if you're an aspiring artist or you just like to hear what people have to say that have done something in the music biz or professionally and it doesn't always have to be music right um most times it is but it doesn't always have to be music but you know sometimes i think that's the beauty of interviews and it's like sometimes i do interviews and i don't even like sometimes i'm like like why am i even doing the interview you know but the, the reason why is because it is it's cool sometimes to just turn something on and listen to somebody talk about something that you might be interested in or trying to do yourself and hearing somebody else elaborate on it, you know, whether it inspires you or, you know, um, gives you some comfort in the way your approach is and like, OK, if this person did kind of what I'm doing and they made it and they're at this level now, that's great. I'm going to continue on my path. You might look at it and be like, oh, man, I'm doing the same thing. And to me, it's uh, I'm, I'm a fail if I end up where that person is at after so much time. And, you know, X, Y, Z, you know, so there, there's some inspiration there with those interviews. And I think that's probably the the best part, like the residual effect of doing the interview. Me personally, I just like talking, you know, like I just like talking to people and like figuring shit out and like, you know, seeing what makes people tick. and you know, I like making people laugh, you know. Um, so like for me, the fun for me is the actual interaction. You know what I mean? That's that's the part of the interview that's cool for me. The after effect, the content that's generated from that is kind of the bonus, in my opinion, right? Because personally, I got out of it what I wanted. So it's like it's interesting. It's like, so like, I, I want the platform to be big because I want to have those conversations and then have people get noticed, get more business, you know, get more downloads, more followers, whatever the case is that they need more of. I'm hoping that my platform helps them after that interview. Right. But, um, yeah, man, I think that, you know, when I sit back and think about it, that's the reason why I choose to do those interviews. Voice of the Valley, you know what I'm saying? Check me out on Instagram. i be doing them live. Um, I haven't been bringing people to the crib as much for the for the in studio joints. Um, just because virtual is just uh, it's easier. There's no editing for me. I'm still having a quality conversation. Um, and the way that and the the amount of um streams and engagement that I get with those interviews after the fact, you know, it's it's a much better ratio and value to me. Um. If I'm just doing the interview live and then just being able to repost that without 
you know, sitting and editing for eight, nine hours and dressing it up and doing this and that. So uh, tap into those, man. Tap in when you see me sharing them. Make sure you tap in. Like the more people that watch that, the better it is for everybody. You know what I mean? Hearing some dope conversation. So here he is back in his regular fitted. Yeah, yeah. I cut the light off. Um, I feel bad because the last family I just did, mm-hmm. my mom was like, yo, you made our night. She's like, <laughs> she's like, I hit the doorbell. The music started. We jumped. We're looking for you. We're like, he must be coming. <laughs> he must be coming. And then we look to the left and like, where my side wraparound is, my trash cans are there. So uh-huh. what I'm doing is I'm walking to the edge where they can barely uh-huh. see me. And I'm, and I'm just looking at them staring. I don't say uh-huh. shit. <laughs> so eventually they, they look they're looking around they find me they just freak the fuck out like my ass in the fucking mask holding a knife behind the trash can staring at him. You know what I mean? With the Michael Myers music playing in the background. It's super kind of dope. I put a lot of effort into what I'm saying. And, and she was like, um, no, I appreciate you put a lot of effort into this because a lot of the house they just got the book, the buckets out there on the porch. You right. know what I mean? Or somebody if somebody come out there with a t-shirt on, just like passing out a bag and closing the door. So that's dope. Yeah. And I still see cars coming by like looking, like the kids have been talking. Mm-hmm. Uh, so go back and turn the light on, man. But like, you know what? Like, I've been out there like three and a half hours at this point. Oh, it's, uh, it's eight o'clock now. Mm-hmm. Um, only thing left out there, bro, was like nineteen year olds. They good. Oh, I see. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, yeah. Holly, Holly, Hollywood Herb said that hat is crazy. So you didn't answer my question. What was you handing out? Um. Oh. So I had the mochi pack. I had um. Haribo bears, mm-hmm. Haribo peaches, mm. Snickers, Twix, uh, Payday, hundred grands, mm. uh, packs of Skittles, packs of M and M's, um, candy corn just for the weirdos. Well, so it was uh, all mixed in. You just whatever they get, they get, or they was picking what they want. Just picking. Oh, okay. Yeah, I got to pick two things. Okay. Um, Smarties, candy corn, um. Little quarter bag of chips, Doritos, Cool Ranch, and nacho cheese. Mm-hmm. Had a good little mix. Had a lot of mix, actually. Nice, nice. You got a lot left over. You had you had gave it all out. Um, bro, I got a I got a lot more visitors than my last year. Oh, okay, so you you ran out. I just got some. I bought I bought like ten bags. Oh, okay, okay. There you go. There you go. I like it. My neighbor, hey, my neighbor across the street from me. Uh huh. He does his yard crazy. Oh, okay. So he got the fucking blow up. Uh, stay puff manless shit. Right. A wicked witch and a broom flying around the yard. Like his shit is nuts. So he attracts <laughs> a lot of people. Okay. He be trash with the candy, and I know what they be talking about when they come to my house. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, you're whack, sir. I'm towards the end of the street, but once they get down here, they hear my music playing. <laughs> what up, Rem? Hold up, that's not the whole look. Hold on. Yeah. So I want you to know, Rem, that I am, I am Doc. From Back to the Future, who came back as Crazy Legs. You know what I mean? That's me right now. Go. Marty to the DeLorean. Now, I asked everybody else that we might have a new brand of of folk in here right now. If I asked y'all, how fast do you have to go to go back to the future? Hmm? First of all, Rem, you missed it. I've been Michael Myers all night, bro. I literally just took my mask off and put a hat on. I've been Michael Myers... Giving can to the kids all night, bro. So don't play play yourself, bro. Don't play with me. You heard? You want it. I've been Michael Myers all night. Uh oh, there you go, senior G. Senior G says 88 miles per hour. And you know what? He is absolutely correct. 
89, 88 miles per hour is how fast you have to go to get back to the future. Um, so listen, man, I told you I would put together a little piece of this list. Not put it together, but I would come up with a list of, of names that we need to discuss um, to see if they get in on our motherfucking top 50. So I got a list here on the on the right hand uh -huh. side. If y'all can see that, right? Hold again. Okay, hold on. Go back to the bottom. Let me see it one more time. Uh okay. See, I knew you were gonna leave a name out. That's good. So before I told you I had a name that it's like you're gonna leave out because you're not thinking like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Continue on with your intro though. So we're doing the top 50. We got about, I think we counted off, we got 17 spots to do or something like that. And, and I got about 18, 17 names over here. Black might have a few. Sounds like he got one um, for sure. But we have been picking the top 50 hip-hop artists of all time. We've been rating it based on sales, impact, longevity, and how much classic material they have. Basically. Right, so just before you go in, just because people are already saying like, 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 Big, big bad bear gun, mm -hmm. bro. This list is not about the best rappers of all time. It's the top fifty hip hop artists of all time. Give them that criteria one more time, Gabe. Give it to them slow, though. Give it to them slow. <laughs> so it's all based on your sales numbers, your longevity, longevity in the game, your impact. Ooh, impact is big. You telling me Missy ain't her? Oh, okay. Go ahead. Classic material. Gotta have a classic album, bro. Classic single, you know, something. And all of your catalog counts, whether it was street or commercial. That's correct. Mixtapes count. Mm -hmm. Features count. Not mm -hmm. as much. You know what I mean? Your songs but it count. Counts. Your yeah. group albums count. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Mm -hmm. Your commercials count. Mm -hmm. And then the other things that you've done outside of rap can only give you brownie points. Now, I can't put you on the list, mm -hmm. but it can move you through a tier. So, like, as an example, we got Dr. Dre tier four, right? As a rapper, Dr. Dre ain't really got a crazy catalog, right? He just don't. But his impact, his influence, the culture, the way he moves shit, puts him in tier four, mm -hmm. right? Those things he does puts him up a tier. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Somebody like somebody like Will Smith, I mm. feel like his post-music accolades moved him to tier three. Right. But he he would not be anything less than tier four because will got number numbers numbers absolutely scroll down he, just a little bit bro so we can see like the bottom of the tier one yeah hold up um there we go yeah yeah there we go i wanted to where's that button so i could hide my um toolbar thing up here um, anyway, so y'all see the names on the right hand side. Black, talk about who um is not on the list on the right that we should. Why be you want me to about. give you my? Why you want me to give you my smoking gun? Come By the now. way, because nigga said uh, Nelly's fraudulent. Nelly got more sales than everybody not in his tier, and it's not even close. And Nelly got two classic albums and a classic song. He got three diamond records. Mm -hmm. Like, stop it, bro. His influence of mid reps rap is absurd. The niggas that came behind them is absurd. You got to think about somebody's career and not just do they got the best bars. That's not what this list is. Nelly's really one of him. You know what I mean? Why you want to why you want to know my smoking gun? I'll give you my smoking gun. You ready? It's a yeah. little dirt. 
Oh, little dirt. He's, yeah. He seems new to me, though. But he okay. does, but he's been in for 10 years, and he got the numbers and the influence to back him. And he's in his 30s now. He's not he not a baby no more. He's been around for a minute putting in work. And I knew you wasn't going to include him because, like, like I said, you, you think he knew, but he came out in 2013. He's not new. He's new. Who came out in 2013 on this current top 50 list? Um, Like, for real, for real? Mm-hmm. 2013 Cole was already out yeah but they like popped in 2011 2010 mm-hmm. so it's like it's close yeah we're talking about does it everybody on here got a dozen years in at least okay and I'm Am telling that little dirt I'm telling that little dirt what his decade in mm-hmm. is on this list there's not one there's matter of fact one. in future in future came out then too yeah future got a decade all right so future is not 2010. Yeah. No. Um. Okay. So, Lil Dirk, you know what we got to do, bro. Let's get into the numbers. It. Let's talk about it. Oh, we listen. That was my yeah. Remy gave he gave it up. My other one was Young Thug. I didn't even I didn't even want to give it to him yet, Remy, since you put it out there, bro. And Thugger Thugger uh-huh. got to be on this list. Yeah. But we'll, we'll do it. We'll do the numbers because we like to start there. That's the crazy part. Mm-hmm. They over here laughing at y'all lists. Oh, yeah. I would love to talk to anybody about this list. Facts. We will dog walk anybody who thinks this list is fraudulent. I'm telling you right now. Because nobody going to bring no facts, bro. They're going to bring opinions. They're going to bring opinions. You're going to tell facts. me who you're going to tell me who's a nice rapper. If y'all want to have a nice rapper conversation. Then that's a different story. My list is very different than this list. If we just talking about who I think is dope and who you could ready? actually rap, you ready for us, uh, Smirkio? Let me hear these these little Dirk numbers. I'm a I'm a hater on this one, so go ahead. I know you is. I'm just being real with it. I know you is, Smirkio. <laughs> uh, signed to the streets three went. Gold. Hold up. Sorry. Just because y'all waited too went gold. The voice went double platinum. 7220 went double platinum. Both of those records debuted at number one in the top 40. Already right there. That's enough to put them on the list. No, but we talk about projects though. Singles going is one. Hold up. These are hold up. Those is albums titles, bro. I'm naming his albums. Oh, those those are those are the yeah. So and who doing two, numbers in 2023? So yeah, two double platinum albums back to back. Okay. Yep. And two it's gold it. albums. Mm-hmm. And then his most recent album, Almost Healed, is gold right now. But it's still within the window. Obviously, the numbers are gonna keep going up. So five, he has seven official albums. Um Yeah, his first one sold 100,000 copies. The second one sold 80,000 copies. His third one went gold when he, when he finally broke out. Mm. And he went gold, double platinum, double platinum. Mm. Gold. Yeah. And then his collaborative album with Lil Baby went double platinum and debuted at number one. So the man got three double platinum albums, three gold albums. He's already passed half the niggas on this list in a decade. And this don't account. This don't include his uh, his label releases mm-hmm. uh, called Only the Family. Those mixtapes he put out like every year with the rest of his label mates. 
Mm-hmm. And those records do numbers every year. But talking about just records, individual singles, uh, my Beyonce is double platinum. Like me featuring Jeremiah went gold. Mm-hmm. Hold on, because the screen's kind of long. Uh, Spend the Block featuring Future went platinum. Homebody featuring Gunner went platinum. Turn Myself In went platinum. You could tell me when I'm going to stop. Uh, All Love went gold. Viral Moment went gold. Three-Headed Goat went triple platinum with him, Lil Baby, and Polo G. Uh, the Voice went gold. Stay Down with Black went platinum. Back Door went platinum. Voice of the Heroes of Little Baby went double platinum. Piss Me Off went gold. Broadway Girls with Meg Thee Stallion. I mean, with Morgan Wait, Wallen went uh, platinum. Are these are these um are these equivalents or are these actual just the individual streams when you say these are, this is how the numbers work? Whatever they it's a combination of sales okay. and streams. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. And within the window, like everybody else. Okay. Um okay. Computer Murderers went gold. Hot shit with Cardi B and Kanye went platinum. Mm-hmm. I mean, I could stop. How many oh, so and J. Cole went double platinum? Pelly coat went gold. Like the man got the, 15 I, so, platinum records, three this, multi-platinum albums. And this is what I say, and it's just kind of what Wreck Boy Shah just said. Yeah. Um, like, is it me? Am I detached? But I don't view him having a classic, though. You detached. He is the voice of his generation. Those, those kids. So what's his classic? To Tell me what's his classic. What's his Hold up, we're not doing that. I'm not. I'm not going to sit here and argue against. Him I'm asking. Classic, I'm, asking I'm, I'm explaining it. Okay. We didn't do know. this with every with everybody in the list. Say because I don't know. Because I don't know what him, his. Hold up. All right. All right. Let me get it off. Let's go. We didn't do this every time we talked about somebody in the list where it says, "Oh, what's his classic album?" We didn't what's do that with every single artist. Yes, we did. We said no. Some of them don't have albums that's classics. Because then, then we didn't talk about it if they didn't have a classic. But I'm saying. Does he have a classic? I, I don't think he does. Okay. So that's what I don't think saying. he does. That's Absolutely. That's I don't think he does, but he does crazy numbers. He's influential. He is the voice of his generation, not just self-proclaimed, but the people that come up behind them tell you that Dirk is him. Mm-hmm. He's the biggest rapper under 30. I mean, under 30, like under 35 on the planet. It's mm-hmm. him. Mm-hmm. And he's been away for five, six, seven years. Mm-hmm. Like it is what it is. I don't so, think he got a classic album, but we are we could talk about these other niggas who don't got a classic either and not even close to this man numbers. Talk I hear about that. Ram, we gonna we're gonna get to that, Ram. Hold that thought because because I know not everybody was around for all these conversations. Um fair enough, black. Fair enough. I personally like me personally, call me detached then. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just, I don't get it with Lil Durk. He's personally, he's one of those people that like, I might sound a type of way right now, but it's no, just the truth. Man. You come from your, you come from your point of view. When, so this, when he rapping, sometimes yeah. I don't understand what the fuck he's saying. I think a lot of that is just how they slide on records today. Like the way that they talk, the way that they speak, the cadences is different. But I understand that's, others. How, that's the sound, bro. It's the sound. I understand others. That's fine. That are That's rapping fine. in the modern day. You know what I'm saying? By the like, way, Dirk ain't my favorite, y'all. Just for the record. <laughs> I just recognize that the man did his big one. Like, and has been doing it for years. So, no classic, no list? Nah, because then half the niggas won't be on this list. Like, that's that's completely factual. Who? No, Nobody in the first... 
four mm-hmm. tiers. Nobody in the first four tiers doesn't have a classic. That's that's a complete lie. So who has who doesn't have a classic? Are, you, are you come on? We're doing this for real, Gabe. You not tier, finishing tier third one. Tier like one. I'm just Fuck asking it. you. Tier one. No, no, I'm not. No, bro, I'm not. Does anybody in tier one have about, a classic? Yes, right. All of them. I All think that everybody in tier one has a classic record, at least one. Absolutely. Right. Tier two. As I well. think that. Yes, yep. and I think most people would think that too. Everybody in tier one got at least one classic. Yeah. Tier two as well. I don't agree. Who? I think there'll be questions about like Ludacris. Do we have a classic album? Yeah, I think because Bow Wow got a classic mean, album, right? Me, Bow Wow would be the 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 thing. But Ludacris, I, I think, does. What I would say is though that like if you ask people who was thirteen when Bow Wow dropped about his first album, that doggy bag shit that went triple platinum, mm-hmm. they would tell you that that was that. That was like when they was outside. That was that. And that record was it, and they had like seven singles go off on it on a time when. That was nuts. That wasn't a thing. You had a promo single. You had one or two singles from the album, and you moved on. Like that, every song in that record became a single. It, it's unheard of. I know. So I, know. I would think that kids who were jacking that music would tell you that, that that was a classic to them. But I don't think an adult would be like, "Nah, he had a classic." I don't. Right. And I think, and I think J Cole also was in that field where, like, I think uh, Forest Hill Drive is classic material, but I don't think it's universal across the board that everybody agrees that that's a classic album. And we mm. talked about the barbershop chest, right? You yeah. walk in the barbershop like, yo, it's ready to die a classic. Nine right. out of ten niggas are saying, yes, it's not a right. conversation. I think niggas is debating about Cole. They debating about Bow Wow. They debating about Luda. I think so. I think Doggy Style is that. I think the Pimple Butterfly is that for Kendrick. You know what I mean? I think Nicki got, get, got one with her first joint. I think Biggie got two. I think Pac got two and probably three. I think that. Mm-hmm. Luda, Luda, the chicken joint, and like word of mouth was bigger than that. Like back for the second time was bigger than that. And like I think, I think people have different opinions about what they like from that. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't, it's universal. I was just trying to think of. I guess, I guess Nas would be that way, right? Because his second, his second album did better than Illmatic, right? Like in the yeah. short run, but yeah. everybody knows Elmatic is the classic one. I, I would say so. Yo, Herbert, the list is not ordered, bro. It's not Jay Z one, Nas ten. It's a group. Nah, it's not it's ordered. just a group. Yeah, it's just tiers. That's why it says tiers at the top. There's no, there's no order within the tier. We would, we just need to put them in there. Otherwise, this list will be going until next year. <laughs> yeah. So like, um, yeah, they, they're just not about once again for the last time. Just so you can have a conversation with us, bro. I don't want to keep pointing you out, but. This is not about who the best rapper is. No. If that's your list, then I'm just going to ignore you, bro, because you're having a conversation by yourself. This is not about who raps better than the person be- below them. No. That's not what this is. This is like, do you get to go in the Hall of Fame for what you did? Right. Did you yeah. When you had the baton, did you run with it? Did you do numbers? Right. Are you influential? How long right. was your run? How big was your run? What does your tree look like? Who came after you? Who points right. to you and says, that was him, that was her? It's right. not about I could rap better than niggas. That's not what this right. is. But yeah, it was the, the right, right. Top fifty all time hip hop artists and what they did. If you ask me, I I understand why the younger niggas it's harder for them to make this list, right? But like Mm -hmm. somebody like Future, even though he's newer than most of these rappers on his list, did that. Mm -hmm. Like he's Mm -hmm. him. He had a whole generation, Mm -hmm. a whole wave. Mm -hmm. Lil Durk is the same thing for his generation. It doesn't matter that he's thirty. You know what I mean? Right. Did that for a decade. He got the numbers to back it up. He is him for his generation. 
Mm. Just like with Bow Wow. We would laugh at Bow Wow, but the fact is, nobody did what he did. He's the greatest child artist of all time in hip-hop, period. Mm -hmm. It's not mm -hmm. close. He's him. He got more sales than almost every adult on this list, Lifetime. Like, the reason why he not in tier one is because he couldn't do it as a 20-year-old as a man. He couldn't do it. He couldn't transition. Right? You're talking about Bow Wow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, the conversation needs to conclude with a decision on Lil Dirk. So you're, you're, I'm relying on you, sir, to, to, um, grade the impact that he's had. Cause I, for me, it's not high. You know what I'm saying? So like, to me, but he was why just, is that? Is it because you follow his career or because you're not in tune with his music? I'm Be not honest about I'm why not, you feel that I, way. I'm not in tune with him, and I'm not in tune with him because the few times I tried to give him a listen, I understand what the fuck he was saying. I couldn't relate, or I didn't understand it. Dead ass. Yes, Senor G. Bow Wow sold 25 million records before he was 18. Yes. Wayne sold half a million. Yeah. It's not It's not even close, bro. It's not even close. Bow Wow yeah. had 20, 20 top 20 hits before he was 18. Yeah. Wayne had it's two. crazy. We had this it's conversation crazy. already. Yes, he yeah. was. It, it was crazy. Doesn't matter crazy. that he didn't write it. It doesn't matter that he didn't make the beat. None of that shit matters because that's not what this is. Because right. then we'd be pulling apart all these niggas. Like right. that's not what the list is. Yeah, Bow Wow did numbers before niggas was grown. Mm -hmm. So yeah, he get that. Mm -hmm. It's true, you know. And like he mentioned, um, Smooth the Hustler before. Yeah, Smooth the Hustler, mm -hmm. dope rapper. But he he had one song that charted and probably another feature, and that's it. You know what I mean? Like he didn't do much. Look, I'm not saying that Dirk is GOAT level. He might mm -hmm. be in another 10 years if he continues his run and people keep looking at the way he's doing and he's one of the few rappers that move numbers, move mm -hmm. units the way he does. Mm -hmm. But for me, like, he's he's three or four. And I'm split either way. I recognize his numbers, right? Mm -hmm. It's hard personal because I come from the era of Joe and Ja and Busta and their impact is crazy. Mm -hmm. And I don't necessarily think his impact is bigger than that yet because he hasn't been around long enough. It could be, but that's not what the list is. It's like, where you at today? Right, right. So I would put him in tier four, but I feel like his career might pass them niggas, like, in another five, six years. Like, he, his trajectory is crazy, is what I'm saying. But it is 2023, Black. But it's 23, correct. So where do you want to put him? I put him in four. I Do, do you disagree with what I'm saying? When you look at the numbers, and I, when, I, when I tell you, like, you believe me when I tell you that, his generation, that's him for mm -hmm. them. He really is. That's not my opinion. He's not my generation. I don't look at him that way. Right. But I recognize things for what they are. Um, I know who he is. So it's not like I'm oblivious to it. So that in itself will tell you that he's on the map. Sure. You know what I mean, he's on the map. But um, but yeah, I'm I'm just taking I, I do agree that his numbers um they do put him there but for me there's no classics Agreed. um i don't and, think so yeah right um and just the impact for my generation is is insignificant you know what i'm saying but it wouldn't so, be but neither has future impact your generation either like he's been yeah, out I've, I've, I've been i've been out shaking my ass to fucking future you shouldn't be shaking your ass to no man music pause do fucking better do Listen, fucking better today. I'm wearing. Do you see? You gonna tell a man of my age? 
what the fuck I can say. <laughs> yeah, nigga, do better. Don't come look, don't come on this show without the pause, bro. But like <sighs> look, right, y'all, so. I'm not I'm not a little dirk thing. I just recognize young boy for what he's doing and what he's done. When he came mm-hmm. out, I wasn't a fan of this nigga at all. I thought like gee, herb, all them kids come out at the same time, herbo and all them. I thought mm-hmm. that they had the wave. Like he came out of nowhere and took the baton and like just been running that shit. Like it is what it is. Do I like Rick Ross more than Dirk? Of course I do. But Rick Ross can't even sell an album, bro. Like, we went through these numbers. We talked about his influence. Like, nobody checking for a Rick Ross verse. Like, he don't shake the room when he walk in that bitch. You know what I mean? This shit he about to drop with Meek from the flop. Like, it's crazy to think about it. Like, he got, like, three top 40 records of all time. It just seems bigger to us. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Dirk got a dozen of those. It's crazy. <laughs> um, Fair enough. So for the sake of time constraints, and he um, you want to play some niggas, don't you? Let's let's do it. Let's do some quick. Let's do some rapid fire shit. Let's go. I know. I, no, I wasn't gonna say that. I actually wanted you to bring up Heavy D's um, numbers. Oh, gotcha, gang. Let's go. Heavy Dizzle, Heavy Dizzle. Because I think he's somebody who definitely. I mean, his impact is crazy for his time. Um, Single handedly putting Mount Vernon on the map. Mm-hmm. Um. And he had some shakers. Like, he definitely crossed over. You know what I'm saying? Like, he was able to... Um, I know, you know, Hollywood, there's a part of me, too, that used to say that, you know? And as time went on with Rick Ross, I started to appreciate the fact that when I heard him on record, I knew it was him. Yeah, his, his unique voice is, is him. You know what I'm saying? Like, so that part of it, Chub Rock, I think Chub Rock is a is a new york favorite he he never I, broke through i hate his name so much chub rock <laughs> chub, dog. like come on pause chub rock was the man bro i know <laughs> um heavy d though definitely has some commercial success uh definitely Ooh. was in some movies you know what i'm saying this is so, why i like numbers because we be getting we be getting lost sometimes in those rose tinted glasses you mm-hmm. we, we talking numbers first we want to start there yeah, I just I just want to know, like, because I know he probably had. If I had to guess, I think Heavy D probably had probably three three singles that charted and did very well, and he probably had a a, a like a platinum album or such. So I'm just I'm okay. just wondering. Um, what's his biggest record? You know, I always do this with these guys from your era because you were yeah. there. What do you think yeah. his biggest record was? Um. I mean, you should somebody know for me. I think somebody for me, or really uh, okay, okay, or his um. That's from Big Time, y'all. Yeah, go ahead. I'm trying to think, what was the name of that song, man? Mother just mess up your whole life. I'm the, upset with you. The 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 other one would be Who's the Man? I think was probably one of his more popular songs because it ended up on a soundtrack. Right, Who's the Man didn't even chart. Get out. Didn't even chart. Get out. Nothing but his love. His biggest record is now that we found love. Oh, okay. How do yes, y'all not know this? Yes, yes. You're that's right. You're right. I want somebody. Oh, no, yeah. That's the other joint. So, yeah, that whew, we used to, we still play that at wedding. We still Facts. play that one. At that's wedding. that joint. So, um, okay. So, run it down though from the top on, yeah. on uh, his best selling stuff. Okay. Ready? Now that we found love, debuted at number five on the R and B charts, eleven on the rap charts, and went gold. Okay, damn. 
Okay. Um, that's his biggest record. Okay. Uh, Big Daddy. Um, went from from Waterbed Have. Mm-hmm. Uh, peaked at number five on the R and B charts. 18th on the rap charts. And went gold. Mm-hmm. I'm done. So nothing, nothing but love and somebody for me didn't chart. Nothing but love is whose record? Heavy D. Whose record? Why? Who's this? Who's to give credit I'm, to? I'm asking you. Whose record? <laughs> How'd that record go? Whose record was it? I got nothing but love for you, baby. Oh, that was a chick singing on that. Who 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 uh, who gets the credit for that? Who's the artist? You tell me, because it ain't Heavy D. But who's the other artist? Because you're right. There was another artist. Who- yeah, you're who, looking at it. Don't act, don't, you can't say I don't know. You can say I'm not going to tell you. No, you can't say I don't know. I... <laughs> <laughs> yo, I'm sorry, y'all. Um, when an artist shares 50-50 splits with it, I see it underneath the artist. When he's just a featured artist, unless it okay. charted, I don't see it. Oh, uh, okay. Underneath so that you... artist, I have to go find the, the actual person. It's not even listed for him. It's not his record. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah. So you're saying I have to look it up. Mm-hmm. So the Nothing But Love album, let's look at this. I'm going to jump into it. Let's talk about the tracks from it. Let's find out why he's not getting credit for it. Because that's really what this boy's down to. I'm looking. It should it should be Heavy D and the Boys. That's why it is. It's, it's considered a Heavy D and the Boys record. Right, you know those so artists you, that was in those groups. They, they it's weird with their, with their you, you got it. So I don't you see, give, I see got, it. Yeah, he credit. He he got to get credit for that because yes. the the boys were just his dancers. True, but that's why I couldn't find him on the list because it's a heavy okay, so, the boys record. So now that you have this information, yeah, that's a platinum record. Platinum record. That's a platinum record. Great. Yeah. So what and what else under Heavy D and the boys? Uh, overweight lover. That's not. Really? Didn't make top forty. What? Um, the only other record he's he's credited with that went top forty is Candy Rain. Oh, okay. Which obviously is so for real. Right. Right. Yeah. Because he he had the rap on there. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Got you. Yeah, he don't got numbers like that on this on the singer department. Mm-hmm. But you're right. The Heavy and the Boys record that's his biggest record. That mm-hmm. it's really him. So mm-hmm. I'm with that. Yeah. Um, as far as record records. Nothing but love went platinum, mm-hmm. and peaceful journey. I'm sorry, not peaceful journey. Big time went platinum. His second album under MCA. So you got two platinum albums off off rip. Yeah, and then what? And then what happened? To gold him? records. Gold records after that. Waterbed have. Waterbed have was post hominis or no? Because uh, that's the shame about heavy D man. 1997. He he died way too early, man. Um, so two platinum joints out the gate. The Nothing But Love album, I mean, amongst hip-hop heads in New York, I think we would all say that's a classic. I just don't know. Sure. I don't know if across the, the the nation, if they're saying it's a classic. You know what I'm saying? But I know we were fucking with Heavy D in New York big time. You know what I'm saying? Well, like, we had to talk about like the regional effect and how we think that artists are bigger than what they actually are. And it's kind of crazy when you look at their actual impact right in the industry it don't be there yeah like somebody yeah. like um who was the prime example of that like 
heavy D. <laughs> no, but we had we were talking about we were talking about uh like pun. Oh, oh, Jada. Jada's the best example. Jada's a good, another good example. Yeah. Where Jada to us seems so big, right? But Jada got one actual charting single, y'all, and that's right. why he got one. Right. Like even if you talk about his influence to rap and how his pen is nice and his mixtapes, yes, that gives him like. You get mm-hmm. points for that, right? Like mixtape mm-hmm. monster, feature monster, like just like with Wayne, right? When Wayne did his feature run, like everything he touched, he was smoke. So Kiss gets points for that, right? Mm-hmm. But if you couldn't pop yourself, mm-hmm. if you didn't ever get outside your region in a big way, that says a lot about your artists and where you look when you fall on this list. Mm-hmm. Because we live in New York, we think that anything popping here is the wave, but like. Uncle Luke, you know what I mean? In Florida would be the same way, and Too Short and Uncali would be the same way, and Scarface in Texas would be the same way. Like, we know these niggas, but, bro, unless you was in Texas, if you was in Houston, if you was down there during that movement, it didn't hit the same way as it hit over here. We didn't right. feel it the same way. The impact's not there. So, like, Jada Kiss was crazy looking at his actual impact and what he's done. He's got one platinum record. He's got one platinum single. Mm-hmm. Now, it's a monster single. Mm-hmm. Like why went why? crazy? Why, right? Shad, when you say what you say, are you are you questioning that Heavy D is not a top fifty, or are you saying Heavy D should be a top fifty? I just want clarification on that. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, what is you what is you saying, sir? <laughs> Good sir. Good sir. Um, now shout out to everybody that tuned in. I don't know if y'all was getting all the trick or treaters and stuff and all that. We we got some right up until about probably like the show, start of the show. Maybe like 645. That was like the last one we got. But, you know, we like in a cul-de-sac area. So I think so, Black's got a little bit more popular area to walk. Nah, not top 50. Move on. <laughs> right. Okay. So this is so, Gabe. This is Gabe's guy. What you think, Gabe? Is he top 50? I mean, he got be- two platinum joints. Um, he got more than Method Man. And, and you fought for Method Man to be on his list. We had Man. this debate. Method Man's impact is heavy, no pun intended. I, I, hold up. I would I would tell you that people look at Heavy D with just as much reverence as they look at Meth, if not more, especially from that generation. As a producer, too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. As a producer, too. So if you're talking about impact and all that kind of stuff, Heavy got just as much, if not more, clout than Method Man does. Got better I, I, numbers than Meth. I think uh, Method Man also, you know, Part of his part of his ranking here is due to the fact that he was part of Wu Tang. He was sure. he got credit for that. And Heavy D had the boys. <laughs> but you see what I'm saying though? I, I get it. And he also so. made platinum records. What you want me to tell you? I don't know how Method Man can be in this list and Heavy D can't. And I don't necessarily feel one way or the other about either one of them. I told you I don't think Method Man belongs. I, I give him credit for the for his part of the Wu shit. I mm-hmm. think once we talked about him and him and Red Man's two collaborative albums, mm-hmm. they pushed him over. He literally has one top forty song, and it's not his record; it's Mary's. Mm-hmm. And his other big record is a Wu Tang record. And once again, I know it's his single; it's his M E T H O D. I know it's his song, right. but it's a Wu Tang record. Right. That's all he's got in the charts, bro. Period. Period. His whole career. But to Cal, a classic album. To Cal, a classic. I think I think New York rap heads feel that way. No, I think I think it's I think heavy D heavy D's nothing but love versus Method Man's to Cal. Mm-hmm. I think that outside of New York, 
you will get more people saying that Takao is a classic over nothing but love. Like, mm -hmm. I think hip-hop heads outside of New York know Heavy D, but I don't think they all do. Yeah, bro. Um, your All I Need is Mary J. Blige's record, even though it was on Method Man's album. Yo, I, I realize that some of y'all haven't haven't watched 40 weeks of this show. We've gone over all this already. So the things that I'm saying are not my opinion, y'all. This is us <laughs> looking at the liners of albums and seeing who owns these records. That's a Mary J. Blige song that got used in his album. It is. But it's Mary's. Yeah. It is. It, it is. is. It doesn't matter what you say, bro. It is. Because, yeah. like, and what you're also forgetting, Hollywood, is that the, the version of the song that blew up was the remix and that's the mary version the one that's on his album doesn't have mary on it think about it think about it you're talking about my era so there's nothing you could say i know it all <laughs> that album is in heavy rotation i'm telling you right now mary is not mary is not i repeat she is not on method man's first album but that song is that song the song, is. The song that blew up was the remix See Shad doing it too. Yeah, it's not a meth song. All, all I need is a meth song. Yes. The, yes. the Mary J. Blige version is a Mary J. Blige song. And that's the song that went number one, not right. the Method Man version. That's exactly what we're saying. Right. Y'all can talk the circles all you want, but it's a it's a whole fact. We want to support other people, we will, but you're right. not gonna win an argument. It's a Mary J. Blige record, right. and he has a version of his album, but that's yeah. not the one that went that fucking 10 up. times platinum. Correct. Correct. Y'all learn one day not to argue, man. We don't well, talk we, in opinion over here, gang. I and and let it be known. Said, let it be known. I Wikipedia. He said, "Go to Wikipedia." <laughs> that boy crazy. Go ahead, gang. Get your shit off, Mr. Kango. Go ahead. No, listen, I love all y'all people for tuning in. The reason why we do this is just so we can spark these conversations, and that's the real. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Um, it's not on a Mary album. It was a single. That's it. They they really do. They gotta, they gotta stop. stop. They gotta stop, gang. No, no, he wasn't saying nothing but love wasn't a heavy D song. That's not that's not it. Yeah. You got you you can't that's why I'm not can't even pay attention. They're not listening, bro. <laughs> you just want to come over here and argue. You're not listening. I love Hollywood. Keep up the conversation. I love it. Yo, I hope y'all enjoy today's show, man. A lot of banter. I hope y'all in the barbershop are out there wilding, talking about how crazy we are. I'm telling you right now, you would not win any argument. A lot of these people on this list um wouldn't be on my favorite artist list. You know, a lot of them. I'm telling you right now. Um, but when you look at the criteria. You're not going to have a leg to stand on. Sales, impact, classic material, longevity, and your whole discography, street and commercial. That's what it's based on. You got the ball in hip hop. What did you do with it? Basically is what this list is. So, um, yeah, for me, it's Big L, Big Pun, and Biggie all day. One, two, three. You guys don't have three better rappers. It's just how it is. So, um, and if I throw in my other to round off the top five, you, I'm gonna I'm gonna get real. Just you know, I throw my J and Eminem in there, and y'all can't name five. You guys cannot name five better rappers than those five right there. If you can't reuse a rapper like draft style, 
you guys couldn't come up with five rappers that are better than those five rappers. But the thing of this is, is that's my opinion. <laughs> that's my opinion. And y'all going to have yours. And that's why we love lists. So blackout, man, we out of here. We ran overtime, but that's what we do because we can. One of the best ever. One of the best ever. Y'all, y'all kind of did bad. I'll correct it tomorrow. <laughs> correct your life, Shad. <laughs> correct your life, sir. We can't be incorrect when we're talking about the pre the preeminent list in all yep. of hip hop tops 50 from the preeminent voices of this generation, from the preeminent artists in this area. Me, myself, you heard? I'm Himothy Majors. And can't be are. wrong when it's my list. Listen, make your own. Make, yeah, make, make your own. motherfucking own. All y'all make your own. This <laughs> right. is the list. <laughs> and, and but when you make it, come up with criteria. Nah, they're gonna do it. They're gonna put their favorites. Right. Come up with yeah. criteria and stick to it for 50. And you'll see your list. You don't you don't question your list, and your list gonna have a bunch of holes in it if you're just gonna go off your opinion. Facts. So That's for blackout, for Halloween, for super producer big Angie, for Louie. Because I know we going long, but like, before, you, before you sign off, uh -huh. how are we supposed to wrap this up? We got a whole lot of spots. I told you to rep it fire. You didn't want to do that. You wanted to debate the merits of Durkio, and they shouldn't have been a debate at all. Smirkio mm -hmm. was on this list always. I hate that. So how are we going to wrap this up? Next week, like, we're just going to rapid fire the list. Really? Like, Well, we could do it first set off. We could, we could set off the show with rapid fire and then refine it for the show for the finale okay are we doing anything special for the finale um i haven't thought about it so we could do a live from like hudson taco what's up <laughs> their internet's whack <laughs> it is pretty trash ain't it and i'm just trying to be popping gang all right i'll let you go we over limit whatever with the um I'm telling you, the dopest finale we had was one we did at um, Scratch Lounge. That was fire. Nah, Scratch Lounge finale was super dope. The audience yeah. participation was super dope. Yeah, I missed that spot. Yeah, yeah, me too. Yeah. Yeah. I do, I do. Um, so once again, though, thank you all for tuning in. We appreciate y'all. Um, when y'all find the last this, this is entertainment, y'all. Y'all yeah. know this. This is entertainment. We talk shit to have yeah. a good time on a Tuesday. Happy Halloween. I'm gonna just say this. Happy Halloween to everybody. Mm -hmm. It's been fun. Another year in the books, right? We got one more episode to go, but we talk shit. We do list to debate and fight and argue and get our shit off. Mm -hmm. All okay. in fun. All for the love of this culture. You know what I mean? Hip Hop 50. That's for it. the love of the culture. That's why we're doing this. So I appreciate all y'all tapping in, giving y'all opinions and making me try to shut y'all up. And y'all trying to shut us up. Like, literally, that's fun. That shit is fun. <laughs> yeah. So, like, I appreciate that. I'm yeah. sorry, Gabe. I'm done. You got it, bro. Take us home. That's it. I ain't got nothing else to say. I want y'all to tune in next week for the finale. This is the What We Talking About podcast. Shout out to the Village Global Network. Love y'all. Peace.